0: It's everyone's favorite time of the year. Christmas? Oh, no, no, not Christmas. College football season, baby. And to celebrate, DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app is putting new players in the center of the action with $200 in free bets instantly if you bet $1 or more on any college football game any and there are a lot coming to your eyeballs soon. So take advantage of this limited time offer now. You heard right, DraftKings is giving new players $200 in free bets instantly when you place a bet of $1 or more on any college football game no matter what. So Head to the DraftKings Sportsbook app now to check out all of the great promotions and daily odds boosts that they are offering. DraftKings Sportsbook is safe, secure, reliable, located right here in the US of A, so it's easy, so it's easy to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the DraftKings. Sportsbook app now and use code DNVR, DNVR, to receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any college football game. Again, code DNVR to get your free $200 in free bets instantly for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Got to be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. All right, welcome to That's a Good Broncos podcast. First podcast in a long time. We've got Denver Broncos football to discuss, Will. That's right. I am jazzed. I am. that. That's the only one I can think of today, but uh, today's episode, we're going to recap the Broncos game. We're going to break down Drew Locke people are high on drew lock people are still low on drew lock will and i right in the middle we are the belly buttons of drew lock hype we'll tell you what was good we'll tell you what not to get too fucking excited about and uh the other players that man there's some good play we know the vikings sat like 31 dudes don't care uh broncos played well it felt good to watch them dominate a football game Because it only happened really against the Panthers last year. So, getting the juices flowing for football season. Today's episode brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNVR when you sign up over at DraftKings to take advantage of all of their offers. And my coffee company, BenchWarmerBrew.com. We sell coffee. That's where you buy it. Okay, No, no freaking around today, Will. Nope. I did enough of that. None of that during
1: the live stream. No um, goofing. Uh, we we're goofing off a little bit. My Wi-Fi goofed off. I apologize for that. Yeah. Um, but luckily, I had the game on cable too, so I had a little backup, and I got to see a lot of good things happen. Did you uh, sign up for the Game Pass? Uh, I did. Yeah. Fuck yeah! Did you see the option where you can watch all the Broncos games? Um. I have to look into it a little bit more, but let's let's hope so. Let's look into that
0: because I want you to get that, and uh, then you'll have insider Bronco access, just like I do, which is being able to watch the games from home. Yeah,
1: hopefully, you get local ads too. I want local <laughs> Colorado ads. You want the Frank Diazar, Jake Jab ads? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm looking for those. Um, so, there was mostly good from this game it's really like normally we would talk about the good and the bad but it's really hard to pick out anything bad from yesterday yeah it was good a lot of good all good and it, it started really with that 80 yard touchdown from Locke to hamler that was pretty which you did it was nice. i
0: spoiled for you because i was ahead on my my stream uh, a few seconds but I that's posted right. that clip on uh that's good sports but yeah ADR touchdown never gonna complain about that
1: no the cameraman uh as we like to say it was preseason for the cameraman too yeah he almost missed KJ Hamler running down the field because he's so small KJ Hamler is faster than a camera
0: yeah we learned that's that what we learned.
1: yeah what is camera speed? KJ Lower than KJ Hamler. Yeah, yeah, and he broke down the play after the game and basically said, um "Yeah, I just ran by him," which he did. He ran by Cam Dantzler. And say what you will about the Vikings sitting most of their starters, but Cam Dantzler he was a starter last year.
0: Now you know why he was playing. <laughs> yeah, he needed <laughs> the rest game.
1: He needed uh, the reps. So that was a that was a perfect ball. I think people were kind of forgetting how good Drew Locke's arm is. Because that ball traveled like 60 yards in the air. And I think that was a good reminder that he's got like top, top eight, top ten arm strength in the league. Yeah, it's there's not a place
0: on the field he can't throw it. So right. that's always a good thing when you when you have a quarterback. Um, I think we just want to see him do that all the time, right? Like the issue we've seen with Locke on some of those like deep balls, it was just overthrowing them or a little bit of inaccuracy. And one of the things I heard multiple multiple people talk about was that his footwork looked better. And if that is true, I'm not going to pretend like I noticed his fucking footwork. But if his footwork is better, then he should be more accurate on those passes. Yes. Um, he had good protection there. Uh, we, you want that to carry over, you know, into the regular season. I think it won't be quite as good. But and I, I don't know how because KJ Hamler, he just looked like he was open every play. So, like, Locke's first two passes, big passes, were both to to KJ. So, yeah, like, that's exactly what you want to see. Drew Locke went out against lesser competition and looked really good. And you should be happy about that. You should be excited about it. You can keep it in context, knowing that that's not going to happen in terms of, like, the level of competition in the regular season but I thought like his best throw was the one to Jerry Judy, where Judy got wide open in the middle. And what I liked about that play was the pocket was kind of coming in. I don't want to say collapsing, but it was coming in tight around him. He stepped into the pocket with traffic, which is something we've seen a lot kind of struggle with tons of young quarterbacks struggle with that. And he found, you know, the wide open guy made the play there And if Locke gets good at stepping into the pocket and trusting like he's going to have that second there to let his receivers finish their routes and and know where to go with the ball, then more of that will be a very good sign for Locke. And that was looking back. Obviously, I didn't rewatch the game, but I thought that was one of his better throws on the day.
1: Yeah, that's true. And we found out if you just give the ball to Jerry Judy in space, He's going to do, like, ridiculous things every time he touches the ball. Yeah. Which a lot of of yak on that play, too.
0: It's Yeah, it's like K.J. Hamler has more speed, but Jerry Judy is going to be harder to tackle once he's got the ball in his hands and has, like, a step to think about what he wants to do. He's going to torch dudes and shake them.
1: Yeah, no, he, he makes other defenders look like They're playing on ice skates. Yeah, he turns defenders into baby deer. Essentially, he just has that kind of footwork. Not only like in routes, but after he gets the ball in his hands too. So um, he had the holding penalty.
0: He shoots those baby deer's mom, just like in Bambi. Yeah, that's how ruthless he is. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You were gonna say something football, but
1: no. I think that I think the analogy works there, so I liked it. Um, he had a holding penalty that erased the Javante Williams touchdown. Javante Williams looked really good. He and Royce Freeman both looked really good.
0: Oh yeah, I, I wanted to talk about to worry that.
1: about there. Um, Williams had, if you take away the touchdown, five carries for twenty nine yards, and I think Royce Freeman averaged over six yards a carry as well. So you can look at it as they're both really good, and the offensive line did a really nice job, I thought too. Yeah, like Javante Williams
0: came out of the gate hot. His first two carries were for first downs. Uh, it was like first and 10, and he just picked up the first down. But over the course of the game, I thought Royce Freeman, I don't want to say looked better, but you felt really good because Williams got a lot of his yards on those first two plays, then kind of ran into some walls of, of nowhere, you know, with like no gains. Freeman, every single play was picking up four or five yards. And by the end of the day, if you have six yards, you know, carry, I know it's not a ton of carries. How many did he have? I would say six. Well, they said only five. Interesting. Five carries for 33 yards. So I guess he had a long of an 18 too. Maybe I'm wrong, but either way, like the running back depth is going to be solid. Sucks we didn't get to see Mike Boone play. Uh, but you know, if the Broncos decide they're going to move on from Royce Freeman, maybe they can trade him and get something if he continues to look decent in the, the preseason. But
1: yeah, you had a team like who's been rumored to be in the running back market, like the LA Rams, I think would be oh, yeah, a pretty logical destination for Royce Freeman. Uh, and yeah. he just like he does everything pretty well. Catches the ball pretty reliably. Yeah, he's he's a hard runner at the very least. Um, he's not gonna you know break a, a bunch of long runs or anything. And he pass blocks well. So yeah, he's got value. It's he's a hard guy to get rid of.
0: He's like at a six point nine on all three of those things. Yeah, out of ten.
1: You're like okay. I, that's fair. I can work with that. Very so, good. Uh, very good option to have back there.
0: Yeah. Oh, back to Drew Lock for a minute because, okay, so he finishes the day 151 yards, two touchdowns. We all know that. Uh, Teddy comes in, and nobody really gives a fuck that Teddy's playing because Drew Lock looks so good. <laughs> but if I were going to like compare the two quarterbacks. And what I thought Teddy did well, and some people probably criticized him for this, is Teddy looks like he knows where to go with the football more quickly. Like, yeah. he makes his decision and he does it. And yes, a lot of those are going to be the shorter, easier passes. Um, but, like, just watching them both play, and I'm not saying one is better than the other necessarily. You want a mix of both, really. Uh, but Teddy, I thought, just... He looks like a guy who's been in the NFL longer than Drew Locke and uh, gets rid of the ball quickly, and that can be extremely effective to help you win games. Locke, you know, he was better getting rid of the ball. I'm not saying he was holding on to it for ages. Anybody compared to Jeff Driscoll looks pretty good at that. (laughs) But, like, trying to compare the two, because they both played well. Um, Like, Bridgewater didn't put up, you know, crazy nut well he had a qb rating of 144 lock was perfect 153.3 but 74 yards a touchdown for teddy got his work done and you know like we've we've been watching all these guys in practice or listening to people talk about them but against the viking second stringers they look good they both look good so we'll see more next week against seattle but i feel better this week about the broncos quarterback situation than i did last week
1: I thought it was kind of the best case scenario for what you want to see out of both quarterbacks. And obviously, best case scenario, Drew Locke is better than best case Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah. It's just a matter of which one are you going to get more consistently. And I'll say about Bridgewater, not, you know, not spectacular, not going to wow you very often, but he takes what the defense gives him every single time. Yeah. And whether or not that you know that's good enough to to win, it might be with this team. Um, but if you can get play like like Drew Locke uh, gave you in the first quarter of that game, um, I think it raises the ceiling for that team to yeah. a completely different level. Um, and they both had touchdowns. a rushing touchdown yeah. called back too. He like, did, yeah, he did. He and
0: both guys can. Deals. Both guys are like sneaky, like they don't they're. They don't. Their instinct isn't to run, but they both can move to pick up first downs with their legs.
1: Yeah, that's true. I, I saw someone point out that Locke looks a little bit bigger this year.
0: Oh yeah, I saw that too.
1: Put on a little bulk, which might you know a little girth. might equal a little bit of durability. Let's hope. Two of the yeah, he's um, got to stay healthy. Um, two and- quarterbacks that aren't the most durable. No, historically, historically. Um, but they, you know, they have a, they have a good third stringer as well. And Brett Rippen, yeah. so
0: Brett, rip it yeah. and grip it. What you'll live with, with drew lock, you'll live with some mistakes, some turnovers. If yeah. he's throwing 60, 70, 80 yard touchdowns, you know, like once a week, that big yeah, explosive absolutely. play. It's not that it's not just that it's a touchdown. It's, it shifts momentum. It shows that your offense can score any drive. Like it does so much for your team if you can pick up those giant fucking touchdowns, which feels like one of the things this offense has lacked. I mean, even the fucking Super Bowl year felt like it lacked those big long touchdown plays. But yeah, I'll live with some like growing pains of Drew Locke if he's bouncing back and answering with, you know, big plays like that. And even what Jerry Judy had one of the longest play passing or receiving plays last year, it was that uh was that against the Raiders? Kind of like yeah, a the
1: 92-yard to- touchdown.
0: Yeah. Like that's not even on lock to do that. But if you get like your receivers to break things like that, when we used to see Demarius Thomas turn those bubble screens into 60-yard touchdowns, if the offense just can do one or two <laughs> Of those, a game, it changes everything, and you'll live with Locke. Maybe throwing a pick here, or, or I don't know. He's pretty good at not taking sacks, so let's just say like a couple three and outs that you don't want to see over Teddy being maybe safe through the whole game and not taking a, enough of those chances. So I thought that was that's a good point that you brought up.
1: Yeah, and, and they both I wanted to mention too. They both threw touchdowns to Trinity Benson in the red yes. zone. That's what we so call it they converted a lot in the red zone outside of the first drive benson had four catches 36 yards pair of touchdowns one from each quarterback um and you mentioned interceptions earlier huge interception in this game patrick Sertan, mm. pick six on jake browning mm. uh that was such like a such an exhilarating play oh my god that oh my god. you made a video out of it
0: <laughs> i did You know, (laughs) fuck YouTube, man. Like, I got that video up so fast. So fast. Put the clip in there. Reacted to it. It's not perfect. It's a decent reaction video. That shit should have been living in all the YouTube feeds across the world. Should be trending. But yet it just performs like any other one of my videos. I'm like, Ooh, if I get this up quick because Will's internet died, I'm like, I really don't want to do the second half live stream of this game. Uh, let me just pop this video out. Thought I thought I would have like, you know, hundred thousand views on this shit. No, just like all the other ones, but it doesn't take away from the fact that Patrick Sertan got me excited on that play. And it's not just because it was a pick six, it's like the way he performed it. He's no he he read the quarterback, broke on the route, picked off the ball, took it. He looked like a keep to
1: What I mean? He did. He he looks so much like Talib. I think it was uh Koenigsberg who tweeted out like if you squint, you see a little bit of Talib in certain. Oh, yeah. And I that's think funny. that that's pretty spot on. He looks like he's like Talib with a little bit a little bit more filled out. In the pants, in the pants, yeah. <laughs> also in the torso, but yeah, he jumps yeah, the he, route like Talib. He's physical. He's he's really long too. Yeah,
0: Talib was always a, lo- a long, lengthy-looking corner. Yeah, he's six one, but he looked like he was like six three out there to me, Akib Talib, because he'd always go uh, up against like the big receivers, and right. really looked like he was much smaller than him, unless it was like a giant tight end or some shit.
1: Yeah, so that was like – he had a pass breakup, and then he jumps that – I guess it was an out route, kind of a lazy out route by Jake Browning. And, uh, yeah, we talked about in a video earlier this week, if Justin Fields comes out and looks really, really good, immediately Broncos fans and the team itself are going to get ridiculed. Kind of what happened, even though, you know, we can can debate this, whether – How impressive Justin Fields (laughs) was against. Yeah, it's the same story with Locke. Like they both look good. Right, like it's like yeah, they should. They are supposed to, against that kind of competition. Um, but Patrick Sertan coming back and picking off a pass and and scoring a touchdown in his first ever NFL action, it, it cooled that off a little bit.
0: Yeah, because like you look at his pick six. Uh, say that's a regular game against a good quarterback, good quarterback probably doesn't make that throw or probably doesn't stare down his receiver. If he does throw in that direction, maybe a little bit more away from the defender. You know what I mean? Like a savvy quarterback kind of knows. I still think if a good quarterback made that throw, maybe he doesn't get the pick six, but he's he played that well enough where he breaks up the pass in that situation. You know what I mean? Like, And that's... Like that's the difference too between being an average quarterback and a really good one. You just a half a second better, or you yeah. <laughs> look off the defender, just just glance him off. Like it's close, but his the other pass breakup so, was impressive. So to me.
1: What's that? Uh, yeah, the line between a good quarterback and a bad quarterback is is so yeah is so thin, and I think that's one of the things you learn in the preseason.
0: It's not like the line between being a good podcast and a bad podcast. No. You listen to this and it's you know, miles and oh miles. yeah, they're not in the same ballpark.
1: <laughs> hey, listen to but, like D&D But damn Park. it, they show up every week. They show up. <laughs> maybe not on attribute. the same day. <laughs> Our best attribute is we've been doing this for like three years.
0: Yeah. We, we've we got a good rapport. Uh, speaking of a good rapport, my friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook America's stop. Rated Sportsbook app is here. Everyone's favorite time of year is right around the corner. College football season. And to celebrate DraftKings, Sportsbook app is putting new players in the center of the action with $200 in free bets instantly. Not, you don't have to wait. This happens instantly. If you bet $1 or more on any college football game, take advantage of this limited time offer now. You heard right. DraftKings is giving all new players $200 in free bets instantly when you place a bet of $1 or more on any college football game. No matter what. It is no matter what. DraftKings Sportsbook, safe, secure, reliable, located right here in the U.S. of A. So it's easy to deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. So download The DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNBR to receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any college football game, even Fresno State. CSU, go for it. That's promo code DNBR to get your free $200 in free bets instantly for a limited time. Only a DraftKings Sportsbook. Got to be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only restrictions apply see draftkingscom slash sportsbook for details gambling problem call one 800 522 4700 Broncos covered covered their money lines did they
1: ever <laughs> did they ever did they ever 27 point victory
0: yeah 33 yeah 33 to 6 was that the final
1: yeah yep. that, that that was the final um it just felt good yeah to me i know it doesn't matter it's kind of like, I don't care. You Do a,
0: a sober October or, you know, you don't drink for a whole month Yeah, and you learn to like live with being sober. You learn like, yeah, everything's, everything's all right. This, this so okay. Bad. But then like your friends are like, we're going out Friday. You're like, I made it through the month. I'm going to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have some whiskey. And you're like, man, wetting my whistle this feels pretty good are you
1: uh describing your weekend
0: uh uh, i mean that's every weekend (laughs) i look forward to friday (laughs) every weekend
1: fair enough fair enough yeah you know as long as
0: i keep it to that one and a half whiskey drink i'm all right and i did last night i just had one i felt so good this morning
1: incredible um yeah you passed the the two whiskey threshold and we're in trouble yeah and we explained two
0: whiskeys that's we're talking like these are like three or four finger pours counting as one whiskey (laughs) these are large glasses (laughs) i have small fingers so you know figure it out figure out how much if you can guess exactly how many ounces of whiskey i drink when i have my whiskeys you win free t-shirt free bench warmer brew yeah we still got to get your college shirt
1: yeah yeah i found a um i found a pretty decent uh oral roberts shirt oh okay so i'll send that to you and then we have to inform the person who actually paid for that shirt yeah we're gonna have it in time for the next college basketball season we swear to god we'll get it by then yeah we'll do it today um swear to god any other um players you wanted to talk about i i noticed justin chernod who we talked about yeah uh in our last podcast he looked nice he had three solo tackles and then people were talking about caden Stearns, who broke up uh a near touchdown pass from kellen mond in the end zone with a nice with a nice stick on the receiver so i think those Those two guys basically, you know, for all intents and purposes, Stranade's a rookie. Stearns is a rookie. It's good depth at the very least. This team is –
0: it is so poised to be a good football team if they just get solid, consistent quarterback play. Yes. like We can't stress it enough. Solid, consistent quarterback play. The supporting cast is there, and – like, say what you want, that's a that's a lot of Elway's guys in here. It's your new GM coming in and looking like he might have had, you know, solid draft. And, yeah, they put the team there to support the QB. So not every organization can do it. You look at this team, specifically if Justin, and I like to say Strnad instead of Strnad.
1: Say it however uh, you want.
0: Cause I feel like there's going to be some sort of nad joke at some point, but anyway, if he say becomes starter opposite Alexander Johnson, like, where are you looking for weaknesses on this team? Like people would point to linebackers on defense. It would maybe be like edge rushing depth at that point, you know?
1: Yeah, maybe. And you have a guy who your third edge rusher had eight sacks last year.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I could do a bold take and say the Broncos edge rushing situation is their biggest weakness. And that's just because (laughs) like Von Miller's coming back from injury. Like we don't know where we don't know. We got to see him play. Bradley Chubb's been very good at times to mostly like pretty good. Like I would like to see a lot more out of Bradley Chubb this season. So but even then, like you just assume the edge is going to be good because you got Chubb and Vaughn there, even though that combo is a duo has had a lot of injury hiccups through the years. So, yeah, you start to nitpick, and that's a good thing. So, yeah, the depth looks solid. And I think Stranad's like a key piece of that defense, maybe being, you know, top five this year. Talk about that top five. Great linebacker play from two linebackers.
1: I think anything like out, anything below top five has to be kind of a disappointment. A yeah. little bit. I mean, I don't want to split hairs if it's top six, you know. that's yeah, cool it's, too.
0: it's funny. I was uh, messaging with um, Ryan. Oh, what's his last name again? Oh, Ryan Roxy. Literal rock star. Played <laughs> guitar with Alice Cooper. got his got his own thing going he's a Raiders fan and uh we shoot the shit a lot uh via dms and he's like super cool it's like crazy like uh that he's a fan of the show but um he just like messaged me the other day about the Broncos and the Raiders like oh god like are we gonna be competing for you know the bottom of the division again like what are your thoughts Like, the Broncos and the Raiders kind of have the opposite problem. Like, the Raiders, pretty sure you got a pretty good quarterback in Derek Carr, but they, for the life of them, can't put a good fucking team around Derek Carr. Broncos might have the good quarterback this year. This is not a, a reflection on this year, but the Broncos have struggled mightily to put the quarterback there. But if you talk to Broncos fans every year, they're like, there's a lot of good players on this team. Like, last year was injuries, so you know, forget about it, but that's like the best way I could kind of describe the difference between the Raiders and the Broncos. It's just the exact opposite problems. And as crazy as it sounds, like I feel good about the Broncos, maybe rectifying that somewhat this year. So
1: I do. Yeah. I don't want to, you know, I'm knocking on wood right now Yeah, find some wood here, but for you. I have a good, I have a good feeling. I feel better How are you feeling about this year.
0: And again, I think like, we'll I think next week is a much more important game. I think you'll see stiffer yep. competition from Seattle. Uh, it'll be like just a better look at maybe where, where the Broncos are at. And yes, the Vikings, they sat a, a million fucking guys, but it's not like the Broncos had all of their starters out there. You know what I mean? Cortland Sutton, still not out there. I don't Tim think Patrick. Noah Fant suited up. You got, you know, Alberto's not going to be back for a while. Uh, Miller, Chubb didn't play. Like, there's Reisner. a lot of guys. What What's that? Dalton Reisner. Reisner. Yeah, there's a lot of their guys that weren't playing either. So you got to remember that. Oh, and I saw Vic Lombardi tweet. Um, it was a zoomed in screenshot of the touchdown pass that went to Jerry Judy. And you couldn't really tell, like, If Judy dropped it or not, like the defender definitely got his arm in there, which we talked about when we were streaming. But the screenshot was of the ball bouncing off the defender's arm. So he's like, Vic was like, we can put to rest the debate on whether Judy messed this up or not.
1: So thank you, Vic. Um, Good lord. That that was annoying. Yeah. I mean, you can make a case he needs to be a little more physical on those routes, but. He needs to break that guy's arm in that situation. Yeah. He needs to karate chop that arm yeah. down. Why not? Ugh. Yeah, just judo, judo chop that thing. First thing and I would teach ocean. my wide
0: receivers how to break the defender's yeah. hands and if arms. If
1: drew lock too, you can throw that pass a little further. You can lead him a little bit more. Yeah. Also yeah. an option. There's there's stuff to learn from it's that not play. not a perfectly executed play, um, no. but they'll work on that. And – if he had hit that touchdown and had three first quarter TDs, that would have been uh, would have been nice. Impossible. But yeah, if they string if they string two good performances together, especially the quarterbacks against Minnesota and then against Seattle, I think um, I think you have reason to to get excited. To Full mast, yeah. If if they look good the against night. Seattle, woo, I'm gonna start. Mm,
0: I'm going to, I'm going to bring the heat uh, because I won't be able to do the last preseason game. I'm going to be up in the mountains celebrating uh, my last weekend of freedom (laughs) anniversary, child's birthday, all action packed, but Trinity Benson, we talked about his performance, but it's important because that final receiver position on this Broncos roster Very important. It's the most competitive spot in the NFL. I'll say, like, yeah, maybe,
1: uh, maybe there's
0: there's a lot of lot of
1: talent there. Yeah, let's say he makes the roster. Whose spot does he take? Is it Cleveland? Deontay Spencer kind of makes sense.
0: Yeah, it's one of those.
1: Probably a better returner at this point.
0: One of those three guys. Yeah are on the bubble
1: yeah right so the next two games if he if he puts together uh, any kind of performance that matches what he did against minnesota like it's a lock he's been playing well all preseason the, yeah. and this is you know he spent the last what two years on the practice squad yeah this is his time it's a good yeah, story like he's just been getting better yeah that's what a practice – that's like the, the things for. you want to see. That's what a practice squad is for. And I kind of just like want to say one more thing about that. And it's not really like related to this game at all, but just like watching a lot of preseason games and having the announcers talk about you know, near the end of the games at the fourth quarters how these guys don't get any reps really in practice in training camp. And so they don't really know what they're doing. It's like the greatest argument of all time for why the XFL or the USFL or whatever should come back in spring because it just like it it seasons those players and it's going to improve the quality of preseason of the regular season. And it's going to, it's going to churn out a lot more competent depth in the NFL. It's so we need that. And guess
0: who looked good today? PJ Walker. PJ freaking Walker, man! XFL superstar, slinging it for the Panthers today. And I, like, I saw a couple, you know, clips of him doing his thing. And I was eating lunch, and I was just—I had that exact thought. I was like, "That's why I'm r- really bummed that the XFL won't be back until 2023." 20, now, Jesus. like it's just a great opportunity for guys like that to get another chance in the NFL. And yeah, your point about them getting more meaningful reps there. That's huge. I think the other thought I had is like how long before the XFL makes enough money where you're really good in the XFL and maybe you can make a little more money in the NFL, but you decide to just stick in the FF the XFL because the money's good and there you're gonna dominate. You know what I mean? Like you're the best quarterback or the best just receiver in the XFL. Pond.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's it's interesting. It's worth uh worth considering. Yeah, I just want I want a developmental league back. I like get you, you watch the NBA and you have players like Chris Middleton, who was the second fiddle on a championship team this year. And Pascal Siakam, who was the third fiddle in a championship team a couple years ago. And those guys were both in the D-League, G-League, whatever it was at the time. it's like, why can't we have that? I want that so bad. It's great. It's great, like, human interest, and it's good for the sport.
0: Yeah. No, I never thought about, like, the reps. Those guys are not getting – which makes all Right. It that's tough. why the
1: end of these games look so messy. Yeah. It's just like yeah. they don't matter. Like they might matter if we can put together some players who know what they're doing. Yeah. Either.
0: And tomorrow, Will and I in on That's Good Sports will have our rookie quarterback power rankings. That's right. Going through all the film. We're we're going through the all twenty-nine. That's how yeah. deep we're digging for this shit.
1: Yeah, we're actually gonna put two all 22s next to each other create the all 44 The all 44 will justin fields be number one you'll have to watch and find out trey lance mac jones trevor lawrence who's going to be the worst after yeah.
0: yeah i gotta watch through trey lance he's the only one i haven't watched his whole his highlights his you know all his plays or whatever um i'm trying to think who i who i like the most
1: Trillians had a pretty sweet touchdown throw and then outside of that was
0: yeah he rushed
1: for one like
0: oh no that's Fields Fields rushed for one Hmm. I thought they all looked like rookies let's just put it this way they all looked like freaking rookies
1: Fields looked really lost on his first two drives and then obviously figured it out later But this is me not even as someone whose team didn't draft Justin Fields. Um, Calm down, Chicago fans. Calm calm down. I I had a nice... uh, They've never had a good quarterback, so they want to lose their minds. But, you know, Yeah, they've been deprived for a long time.
0: Relax His best series was the field goal he led right before halftime. Yeah, I would agree. Two-minute offense, did all the... Like, he didn't do anything crazy. You know what I mean? He just... Mm -hmm. check down to the guy that was close to the sidelines a few times made one you know solid throw to get to the the team in field goal range and they scored like that's like the shit you're looking for trevor lawrence took some sacks not even saying they're his fault uh, he's just gonna have to, get, have to get used to that shit in jacksonville <laughs> trevor lawrence is about to learn how hard it is to play with uh, not a good offensive line um But yeah, so we'll reveal our final power rankings on That's Good Sports tomorrow. Will, you got anything before we get out of here?
1: Got another podcast coming this week. We'll try to stream week two a little bit more successfully.
0: Yes, week two, Saturday night. What better way to spend your Saturday night? It's going to be a long weekend for me, but I will be there on the stream because. if John Elway can play his entire career without an ACL, I can show it for the fucking live stream, baby. Good
1: night. And good
0: It's everyone's favorite time of the year. Christmas? Oh, no, no. Not Christmas. College football season, baby. And to celebrate, DraftKings Sportsbook America's top-rated sportsbook app is putting new players in the center of the action with $200 in free bets instantly if... You bet $1 or more on any college football game. Any. And there are a lot coming to your eyeballs soon. So take advantage of this limited time offer now. You heard right. DraftKings is giving new players $200 in free bets instantly when you place a bet of $1 or more on any college football game no matter what. So... Head to the DraftKings Sportsbook app now to check out all of the great promotions and daily odds boosts that they are offering. DraftKings Sportsbook is safe, secure, reliable, located right here in the US of A, so it's easy so it's easy to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the DraftKings. Sportsbook app now and use code DNVR, DNVR, to receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any college football game. Again, code DNVR to get your free $200 in free bets instantly for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Got to be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.